1: Get, get us started. Hi, everybody, and welcome. I am SCD Burbank, and I am Lacey Montalea. Welcome to Don't, don't get, get us started. started. We're happy to have you here with us tonight. This is our Halloween, Halloween. show. Do, 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 do. Or do I have to pay money for that? Now? I don't know. Oh, oh, God, I hope not. <clears throat> anyway, um, cha cha cha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't I, have to pay, right? right. <laughs> um, before we start Halloweening. Uh, this is the last show that we'll be doing in the month of October. Yes. And we want to again remind everybody that it's Breast Cancer, Cancer Awareness, Awareness month. month. Um, you'll be glad to know I got my tits smashed last week and I got my report back already. And everything quick. is good. Yeah, they're very quick. The facility I do business with uh, medically is, they're, they're very, a, very quick. It. Yeah. I got my poo poo test back and it was negative and I got my booby test back and it was negative and there, so I'm good to go for a whole year now. I don't have to worry about shitting in the cup or home. getting your boob smashed. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> Being I just, violated. I can't tell you how I love to do that. Poo poo test too. I just, oh, I adore it. <laughs> but in any case, it was good. And I told you last week the, the mammography itself was really cool because we had that new digital yeah how did that uh, work? machine and it was amazing how uh, comfortable it was actually I was really? su- yeah, it was different when they told me on the phone that they had this new machine. The lady said, I don't know whether it hurts the same as the others or not right. well in fact the the full frontal if you will uh, uh view that they do first mm-hmm. was essentially painless they didn't okay. they don't have to Smash it down so hard to, in order to get a good picture because it's a digital. Okay. Um, uh, Machine. Yeah. For one of a more accurate. I'm, I'm so not mechanical. But anyhow. Uh, but the side one, yeah, was still pretty uncomfortable because it has to hold your tit up. Right. In a different way. But it was still not as bad. It's
2: just the angle that I have yeah. to. Yeah. It Check was still it.
1: not as bad as they have been on the on the other machines. Right. So, and then she showed me the picture and everything. It was cool. I could look at it, and of course, I didn't know too much what I was looking at. Right. And, you know, but um, it was very clear. There was nothing that you could look at and go, "Ooh, oh, I wonder what that, that is." Right. You know, if you know how to read those things, it was clear. You'd know exactly what you were looking at. Right. So, those of you who have the opportunity to use the new digital machines, and I'm sorry I can't tell you exactly what their name is, but you know, new digital would work. Um, then, yeah, I'd sure recommend it because it was far more comfortable. It was faster. She just had to do one front on and one side for each breast, and that was it. So
2: <clears throat> it was, it was. So it you was plopped good. it on the table, got two pictures yeah. of each, and put yeah. it back in. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly
1: it. And, um, uh, and then I was telling her, what was I telling her about our podcast? I was mentioning some, oh, I told her that we talk about breast cancer awareness uh-huh. on the podcast and she thought that was really cool. You know, cause they, they give you things. I got this little, um, pink ribbon, um, sticker. It's supposed to go on your car, actually, but I didn't, I didn't want to put it on my car. So I put it on my refrigerator. Like nobody will ever see it, but that's okay. <laughs> and, um, an emery board and a pink candy they give you. It's like, oh, goody. Okay.
2: A candy. A
1: candy. Well, you know, they want you to feel good about going. And, and it's like giving a kid a sucker when he goes to the doc. Right. You know, so. But anyhow, uh, don't forget men. This also applies to you. Breast cancer does unfortunately affect men as well as women. Yes. Maybe not with as much frequency, but, uh, it does happen. So we want to encourage you that if you have any concerns about your body at all, breasts or not, don't Have don't stick out. your head in the sand and like an ostrich.
2: Don't go to, go to Google the doctor. because then you're going to be misled. Then you're going to freak out. You need to go to the doctor who knows what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, don't go where to get shit mis- like Google. You yeah, you can, I mean you can get some not for diagnosis. You can get some valid information online, but not particular
2: to your body.
1: You, you can get kinda general get an idea.
3: And well, tell your
2: doctor. You know, I looked at this and I have some of these symptoms. Yeah, and your doctor's gonna go, "What'd you do? Read that on the internet?" All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, like I said, don't don't play ostrich. Not with your health. It's not worth it. If your gut tells you something's wrong, most likely there might be. Well, yeah, and the graveyards are full of people that went. Oh, it'll be okay. You know, I have a cartoon that's stuck up on my refrigerator, uh-huh. and it's a cemetery, and and the, one of the headstones reads. I don't know why we need to get an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I love that cartoon. I think it's hilarious. Anyhow, David's here. David Hi, David, David Montoya is with us. David K Montoya.
3: <laughs> on your
4: face. Hi boys and girls.
1: See, that's David K. Montoya doing his, I'm really awake and not just sleepy like I was 10 minutes ago not came, 10 minutes when we came home from the gym.
4: <laughs> I wake up really fast. Yeah, he yeah. does.
1: He does. He's a good kid. He's here tonight, too, because we're going to have ghost stories.
4: Well, actually, also, I wanted to pop in and let you know that because this is falling on a quote-unquote holiday, you don't have a time limit.
1: We I don't. To tell you. Oh my gosh! Huh? Really? We're not going to get slapped in we the hand with a ruler again. special dispensation?
4: No, because I was checking Stitcher last night, and because of you know what was going on, I just wanted to make sure. Right. Just to clarify, right. we are back online. Right?
1: right. Okay. So so we're
4: we're not our, grounded no more. No.
1: Our our bad girl, bad boy. Oh, yeah. I'm no longer. Time a period is up.
4: That's why I, when I went and looked at my phone today, I had like almost forty notifications. So oh, all good. the all the past notifications uh-huh. hit my phone at once. So everybody oh. that will okay. get all the notifications of
1: all the past right. shows that they hadn't been told about, and there are some good ones back there. Yes, too some yes. very good ones. So so take a listen. Yeah, please go back and listen.
4: So I went and I was just being nosy and looking around, and I found it. it, it said something about holidays, and then I went and looked and, and looked at anything that's observed in the United States, because obviously it changes per country, Right. and it says Halloween. So, you guys, oh. it's Halloween time, oh. and it's going to air on Halloween, so you got
3: unlimited cool. time.
1: Halloweeny. Well, we have Halloween decorations, but nobody can see them, but we do have a skull. No, just a couple. I and didn't a spider. go out this sure.
2: I did take down my spider belt for my fireplace, And all my spiders because we had that storm yeah, and it was cold and I wanted a fire. So we took all that down. Yeah,
4: Um, Let me just jump in and say, I don't know who did it, but it scared the shit out of me. And I kind of laughed a couple days later. Um, We have powdered laundry. (laughs) Okay, I found out who did it. I did it. (laughs) And um, I I was getting a scoop and I seen something black in there. (laughs) And I looked at it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I dumped it, and it, it was a spider sticking out. And I literally, I, I probably squealed like a little girl. I was like,
3: ah! <laughs> I put
2: a black plastic spider in the laundry detergent box. <laughs> you did that on purpose.
1: It was sitting there, and I thought it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, ha-ha. It's not hard enough to get him to help around the house. you gotta got to complicate things with spiders yeah. in the laundry detergent. I don't know.
4: So then I, I mm-hmm. thought I'd seen something... Coming from its underbelly, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I took the <laughs> cup and I flipped it over, and I seen the ring. I'm like, "Fuck!"
1: If I were you, I think I would find something icky to fold into her underwear when I folded <laughs> up the laundry one day. But that would be I me. have kids? Nothing frightens like, me. Well, this is <laughs> true. that's that's this not is, quite true. This is true. I
4: can walk up behind, even for being a fat guy, I can walk up. Behind Silently. Me. Oh yeah,
2: I would. You'd he be, did that to me yesterday. I had a knife in my hand. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah, you'd be you'd be a dead man on the floor if you did that shit to me. You know. <laughs>
4: but it would be worth it. It
3: really was. It,
1: it, the thing is, I make Ernie stomp, and you're gonna laugh at this, but I found out from watching. Oh, you're gonna hate me because I'm so bad with names of movies. The movie where Adam Sandler has Jennifer Aniston pretend to be his wife so he can uh get by a lot of other people, and he wears a wedding ring, so nobody will know he's, uh, av- they won't think he's available.
4: Right. He Actually, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm to well, anyhow,
1: that in that movie, uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston said something about getting startled, and Nicole Kidman says, oh, that's one of the first signs of uh, menopause is getting startled. And, oh. I, and, and I startle very easily now where I did not necessarily used to. I think I've so always So I went online easily. and I in, investigated that and sure as shit, it's one of the, uh, sign, not signs, it's a, it comes along with the, the benefit package, if you will, of, of menopause. And so I told Ernie this because, because he has a terrible habit of, like, we have sort of a circle in our house. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in the kitchen, And then there's the so-called dining room and then you turn right and go into the living room and you go all the way around and you circle and you come back. If you work it right, you come back into the kitchen again. So he'll start out in like his desk and computers in the living room and he'll be at the computer and I've, you know, I'm in the kitchen cooking or washing or doing whatever. And I know he's in there. I see him. Yeah, he's in there. You know, I'm not coming. And then without telling me, he gets up and he goes into another room somewhere else and then he comes into the kitchen <laughs> and walks right up behind me and goes, "Hi, I just wanted to tell you that <laughs> and I'm on the ceiling now, okay?" And so finally I I told him. I said, "Listen, you you just cannot do that, okay? Right. I'm fucking 73 years old. <laughs> You're going to give me a goddamn heart attack if you don't stop this shit." So, so I'm familiar, honey. <laughs> so now when he comes into the kitchen in the morning, like when he gets up in the morning, you know, and he go and his defense is, well, there's nobody else in the house but me and I go, you That don't doesn't know, count That doesn't count because A, you might be wrong, and B, you're in the you're in the bathroom. Uh-huh. You're not in the kitchen. So who's coming up behind me going, Boo? You right. know. So so I make him stomp or make noise or say Hi, honey, I'm coming out now, or not, <laughs> anything to give me a clue. Because when I'm working in the kitchen or wherever I'm working, I my mind is going a mile a minute. I'm always thinking about the whatever. book or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I'm working, what project I'm working on, what I want to do that day, something. It's right. always going on in my head. I'm focusing on stuff like that. What I'm doing is automatic. Right. You know, at, at my age, you can cook anything yes. automatically, you know, so I don't have to focus on the cooking. So I my my mind is wandering and it isn't thinking like okay is he coming around the corner right. yet is he coming around the corner yet So I make and so he and he bless him he's really good about it he's <laughs> he very rarely slips up anymore because I just give him hell for it <laughs> I really do I I do everything but hit him and I have Dave has gotten slept into instinct. I was tempted, just... but he'll he he'll come in and he stomps on the floor or if he's barefoot he'll go on the wall, like that. Coming around the corner. Here I come. I'm coming around the corner now. And I'll go, thank you, honey. That's very nice you of you. You need to you. put jingle bells on his slippers I, that way. I, I have told him in in public when when I lose track of him in Walmart or somewhere, uh-huh. I say, god damn, I'm going to put a bell around that sucker's neck one of these days. And ladies around me always laugh. They think uh-huh. that's hilarious, you know. But, yeah. That it's it's come to that point. You're gonna wear a bell, or you're gonna fucking let me know you're coming. That's all there is to it, you know. Because I'm not gonna go through this shit.
2: No, he does it, and he sits there and laughs, and yeah, ha ha. I
1: <laughs> let me see. How would you look without teeth? Ah, uh, yeah, funny. Uh huh. Very funny. So there you go. Yes. That's one way to to play.
2: Happy Halloween. Yeah, he likes doing that. Too. Yeah, it's
1: not fucking funny at all. I'm not, but then I'm not a practical joke It's not funny,
4: it's hysterical. No,
1: only to To you. you. (laughs) Only to you. I'm not a practical joke appreciator at all. I do not appreciate any aspect of practical jokes. (laughs) I find them neither practical nor jokes as far as that goes. And so, mm -mm, no, not for me. But we weren't going to talk about that tonight. We were going to talk about... Scary stuff, and that's scary, but not... Well,
2: our last podcast, we talked about a lot of stuff.
1: Yes, we did. We talked about a lot of stuff. We were going to talk about ghost stories. We did talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. ghost stories. I told some of my dad's ghost stories, and you said... I
2: talked about mine.
1: You said that David had some ghost stories? Well, he's got more... Uh, Being put on the
4: spot here.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, didn't you guys? Weren't you guys talking a little bit about the house you lived in that was haunted?
4: Yes, it was. Uh, we we lived. The street was uh, Little Beaver here in Apple Valley, it was just uh, a two. What what would you call it? And well, they were. Like a duplex. Well, there's only two. That's a duplex. Yeah, duplex, okay. Yeah. Um, so but the
2: garages separated them, so it was almost like a little house. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: So what I was going to say is I don't know, you know, if anything was happening on the other side. You know, yeah, with the right. Apartment too. But, yeah, there was stuff. Um, like I was saying, I don't know if I said it on podcast prior, but I was talking to Carrie, and Terry and I were talking about it. Um, you know, I used to see a dog running around all the time. And I'd get pissed off, you know, Cody, hey! and look down, and he's like, right now, you know, he's right there at your feet.
1: Calling your dog, yeah. your dog's name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thinking it was your dog. Yeah. but By running around, you mean in the house, in the house with yeah. you? A big I, dog?
4: A big dog, yeah. And, and from what I can remember, it looked like a lap, you know. Um, now, then, now,
1: okay, now when you say you saw a dog, did you actually, like, just like you see Cody laying here at my feet? Yes. Yes. Or a filmy no. thing that kind of looked like a dog? No.
4: Anything that I've ever seen has been completely solid. There, there's there been no transparency or, or anything like that. Anything supernatural that I've, I've witnessed is completely solid.
1: Did you hear the dog make noise when he ran around in the house at all? Did he bark or toenails scratch on the floor or anything like that?
4: No. I think it, it, I caught it out of my peripheral. Yeah. And you know, oh my of, it looked like it you know, it was just being rowdy and running around.
1: And you thought it was your dog, but yeah, your dog in fact was beside you and yes. it wasn't. <clears throat> and that <clears throat> and you stayed in that house. You stayed lived
4: in that house for eight years.
1: Jesus Christ. What do you need to to provoke you into moving? It's probably
2: a poltergeist.
1: You I, I, I was
4: gonna say feeling threatened. Um which is interesting because I know I told about, you know, the entity waking up. I woke up and and that entity was in the room. And uh, that year is actually when we moved. That happened in 2002. Yeah.
1: Now, our our listeners that heard you tell that in a previous podcast know what you're talking about. But we may have listeners tonight who don't. Why don't you back up just a shade and, and kind of bring them up to snuff on that one
4: okay um so like I said in 2010 we lived in an apartment and Lacey and I were asleep and I I woke up to someone calling me by my middle name and it was very odd because the only people that call me by my middle name is blood relatives
3: mm-hmm.
4: um because I, I'm not a huge fan of, of being called Kevin
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, that's why you call me Dave she called right me Dave. right uh, so anyway. and Ernie
2: almost got slapped by calling you Kevin <laughs> 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 and he was he thought he was being
1: cute um, misguided what can i tell you
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then i i heard you know at first it was like it was very gentle it was a very soft you know kevin kevin and it it, it sounded like maybe um a teenage voice or maybe someone in their early 20s it was just a, a young voice and <clears throat> I remember opening my eyes and seeing this figure. Now mind you, all the the lights were out. And I could see this figure. So it was blacker than black. It was blacker than dark.
2: And mind you, when David doesn't have the glasses on, he's blinder than a bat. I
4: am. And uh, Yeah, I
2: get that, I am too.
4: But I could see it. I could see it fine. He was standing there.
1: How close to you? Was probably
4: it? from standing. from <laughs> this from the couch to the door. Uh, so the garage door, fifteen so, feet. Yeah,
1: and you could see it.
4: I could see it perfectly. Black fine. on black. Yes, because it stood out in the darkness. Hmm. And um, it was at first it was trying to present itself as being nice and peaceful, and I I said you're not peaceful, you're not nice, you know. Mm. And I mean,
1: you you actually spoke those words. I
4: said that. I said you're you're not peaceful. You're not with an angel or something and from that point from going kevin went into a <laughs> you know like oh, very oh fuck off. me and um
1: it it laughed like that yes oh yeah you got hair raising around your forearms is what he just stopped for a minute um, to show me there
4: and as i was laying there uh and i mentioned this in the you know previous episode being raised Pentecostal, one of the things is if you ever come against a demonic force, you can plead the blood of Jesus, which is it, it's the same montage of, you know, surrounding yourself with the white light of the Holy Spirit or, you know, saying a chant or, you know, that type of thing. Same process. Something, it, it's, it's
1: something to call
4: some... Protection, some, right. Some
1: clean power on your side, right. so to speak.
4: And um, I got... I only got a few words out, and, and when it came to the point of actually saying... Jesus, I froze. I couldn't say anything. And um, at that point, that's when it started moving closer. And I'm saying it in my head. You know, I'm saying the whole thing in my head. Mm-hmm. And I remember it saying, it has to be verbal. You know, mocking me because I can't speak, but I'm saying it in my head. It has to be verbal. And so I'm struggling, I'm struggling to say it. And it's getting closer Finally, just I was able to break that from whatever, and as I I said the whole thing, I shot up. I set up, screaming, yeah, and um, it disappeared. That was that was the, the last of of those those type of things.
1: Now to to play devil's advocate, okay, go ahead. how do you know you weren't? Asleep and dreaming this,
4: because it woke me up.
1: You've never had a dream. You've never dreamed a dream where you woke up in the dream, but you were still asleep dreaming. Um, I mean, I never have. I'm just like him, playing no, devil's no, advocate. It, it, no,
4: it's okay. I okay. when from being young to actually almost up, well, to the point of meeting Lacey to a few years after Lacey. I would have nightmares so frequently. Well,
3: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you have had nightmares once in your
4: life. <laughs> no, I'm saying actually they went away after, shortly after I met you. Um, in fact, that was one of the things when she spent the night with me for the first time, I gave her a heads up. I said, don't freak out. This is probably what's going to happen. I'm going to make some type of noise. That's an indicator from anybody around me to wake my ass up now. Mm. And you dreaming that's what happens nightmares Yeah. because at some point and if it's a scary dream it doesn't yeah. matter what kind of scary if it's a nightmare I have the ability to concept of I'm dreaming this isn't real this is a dream
1: but you can't wake yourself up right ah okay alright So then I would
4: make a weird noise because that and, would
1: definitely be a case where if you were dreaming that experience you would have right. wanted to try to wake yourself up
4: and I've always had that that ability to, to comprehend that this is not reality.
1: kind of like when you're dreaming and that you're peeing. Don't you, have you ever dreamed that? You never dreamed you were going to the bathroom? No. Oh, my God, I've dreamed that
2: so much. Did you wake up wet?
1: No, because I always I always stop the dream just before I pee. <laughs> because I think that must be from, you know, intense toilet training on my parents part or something because uh not i have many many times dreamed that i was sitting on a toilet you know and oh thank god i finally get to pee and then uh no no wake up <laughs> and then i wake up and sure enough i have to pee and I'll go right. pee but
4: but i remember on, on more of a funnier note you know that first night um how does it, how does it sound how do
2: he makes a moaning noise. What does? Him.
4: When oh, he's having a nightmare. You do? Uh-huh. Even to this day, I do. And uh, I remember... What you know, uh,
1: Can I ask, or can you tell, what kinds of nightmares you are talking about?
4: Usually being chased by demons. Or fighting a demon. Really? Yeah. Because I think that has to do a lot with me being raised in a very strict hellfire and brimstone family
1: yeah i thought i had been but dang you got me beat there and Man, do you think the noise you're making is is you making a noise or do you think it's the demon that's chasing you making the noise because it sounds pretty demonic
4: no it's me it's an it as i'm speaking in my dream like wake me up wake me up that's what's coming out of my mouth is, ah, uh, not me
2: i talk in my sleep i wake up saying you fat fucking bitch
1: I do that. I well, I don't wake up saying you fat fucking bitch. I wake up saying you leave that fucking redhead alone, <laughs> or I will tie your dick in a knot. That's what I do. I woke up beating Ernie up one night. I did. I was yeah. I was hitting on him, and he's like, "What? What? What did <laughs> I do?" And, and I, I go, living. "Don't play innocent with me. I saw you with that fucking redhead." <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Jesus, Marilyn, wake up!" And I, I am awake, and then uh-huh. I start to cry. Yeah, you know, because it, you do start coming awake. You know, but then the 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 pain of of the dream,
3: you Don't know, sort of,
1: you sort of start thinking about it consciously, you know, and then I'd be sitting there crying. No, yeah, I'm awake, and he'd go, "No, you're not. You're still crying." You know, he'd have to turn on a light and get me to look at him right. to actually get totally awake, you know. And even then, that s- remnant of that dream sort of still stays with you, and you have
2: to just kind of yeah, this one really does it all the time. Jeez. not about a redhead but me leaving him or me not being home when he comes home how funny how and funny. he'll be all upset and
4: i know because those are real i mean those those dreams well not they're not real but i mean the dreams they feel real feel very real they,
1: they do they feel very real i know i know but i've never dreamed <coughs> and i don't i don't like say my prayers at at night and i don't surround myself with uh you know god or anything like that at night but i Knockwood, till now, I've never dreamed about being chased by a demon,
4: or I, I in usually, the presence of a demon. I usually get to the point where there's like no hope that I'm going to be, you know, killed or whatever from the the pursuer, and that's usually around the point of when I realize that this isn't real. Wow. It, now, I, I, I oh, gotta
1: ask, go oh ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Go ahead. Oh, and, right. and then I was gonna say, at that point, you know, I got up and had a cigarette and walked around and checked on Jay, so yeah. <laughs> I knew yeah. I was sleeping.
1: Yeah. 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 I gotta ask you. You are so into the world of uh, myth and <laughs> and and monsters and zombies and otherworldliness and so on. I find it interesting that you that you are interested in to the to an enjoyment level of these kinds of topics, if you will. I, I would think if if you had those kinds of nightmares a lot, you'd want to be away from that sort of thing more. I mean, I can see you with bunnies and daisies <laughs> more than I can blood-sucking vampires or right. whoever.
4: Well, with that, I think it's more of a control issue, because I know they're make-believe, and I have control if I get, you know, which hasn't happened in years, I mean, but if, if it gets to the point of being too frightened, I can just turn it off and walk away, you know.
1: That's true. That's true. You, you can control the book, the story, the right. cartoon, the, the movie, right? whatever.
4: <clears throat> that and, again, being raised in Hellfire and Brimstone, that kind of... Translates through my imagination of you know these, these these different creatures because again being Pentecostal or being raised Pentecostal rather um, you know our our book of choice is Revelations you know and there's oh, yeah. there's lots oh, yeah. of creatures in that yeah you know so I think it yeah. kind of falls into that too I've actually sat and wondered about it myself.
1: Yeah, I think it's it is kind of an interesting choice for you to make and you do make consciously make that choice. Uh, you watch that kind of movie. I know you do. you were, you know, you you watch you read those kinds of books and stories you like being scared when it's a like you say a controlled setting. Right. I guess. You know, cuz you can always put the book down if because you get scared. Because it's
4: it's an artificial feeling. Right, it's, yeah. You know, because I, I know...
1: Now, have you ever seen a movie that didn't feel artificial, that really scared the Exorcist. crap out of you?
4: Exorcist to this day. Exactly. This
1: day I was. That's what I was thinking, too. And
4: that's the only yeah. one that... Uh, I'll
1: tell you another one that's like that. There, actually, there are two or three Exorcist-type movies. Um, one, um, I think, is it called The Right?
4: Yes, that's a good movie.
1: Um. That's That was pretty fucking scary okay um is that the one where they do the exorcisms there's there's also one it's about five years old or so the they they did some exorcisms uh, anthony hopkins was in it. that's the right that's the right okay yeah. okay um because those to me those movies um they display a like what you might be talking about in your dream a sort of um, lack of control, maybe, right, on the, the victim's part.
4: Well, that exorcism to me is very real. For the fact... It, okay, I work at a Catholic hospital. Mm. In the very back of the Catholic hospital, it used to be the psych ward, there is mm. a specific room, a patient room, right here, goosebumps mm. again, you cannot go into. You are not allowed... Administration CEO has the key to that room. That's it. What is that? And where they do? That's where the boy had the exorcism.
1: Oh, I didn't know they had one.
4: Yes. Oh. Yes. Really?
3: Yes. Are you working there? Oh yeah, prior. Yeah.
4: Uh, like we're talking because that's the old part of the hospital, so probably you know, eighties. But now,
1: do they think that the exorcised demon is in the room? um locked in I mean come on if they're demons can't they get out I mean they're well, not yeah, lockable
4: yeah. but it, it's um it's a it's a gateway you walk through that door it's a gateway into something you don't know you don't want to know mm. so they keep it locked
3: mm.
4: and I, I mm. walked to the door and I just I, I, I feel like I now how
1: did you find out about that room
4: um a, a friend of mine who is as the uh, yeah worker. He's he's very religious, and he was talking about it, and mm. I was like, "Oh bullshit!" You know, that's I mean, that that'd be great for a story, you yeah. Know, but nah, you know, that's that's make believe. He's like, "No, come here, I'll show you." He showed me
1: that it was locked.
4: Yeah.
3: Does it, oh, have a,
1: does it have a sign on it that says don't in here under no, no, peril you, of losing your soul no, or something?
4: The only thing you'd notice is if you go back, to, all the way back into the hospital to the old section, mm. looks just like a regular room, but the only thing that sticks out is the door has a lock. It's the only door that has a lock on it in the whole hospital.
3: Hmm. So
2: nobody can go in
4: there because the boy had exorcism in there. Correct. Now, I don't get that. Hmm. You know, I don't know if that's designated for exorcisms. I was going to say, is
1: that where they go to do them? Do they they still... Well, you wouldn't know, because they wouldn't tell anybody if they did. No. How did the word get out about the one that was done? Do you know?
4: I'm trying to remember.
1: How long... Do you know how long ago it was?
4: It was in the 70s or 80s. Really? Yeah. Hmm.
1: Well, I can see the the reality of, of exorcisms based on on um, the fact that a lot of people appear possessed, whether they are possessed or not, I dunno. But that wouldn't be if I was a psychiatrist yeah, I was
2: watching something on <clears> T <throat> V somebody with a mental illness
3: mm-hmm.
2: back in the day. Yeah,
4: like mm-hmm. the forties and fifties.
2: Yeah. They said they were possessed.
1: Well further back than that even but yeah they. what I mean is if I was as a
2: manic depressant or bipolar right, or,
3: okay, here's or just psycho for you.
4: what because you like you know the paranormal more so yeah. than I do um, because there's a, a point where I won't cross what scares you when it comes to paranormal what is it that gives you the willy what gives you the heebie or have you not experienced the point of being scared.
2: Personally, I mean, anything yeah. uh, that with me? I My hair's been tugged at your aunt's house. Uh-huh. And it didn't really scare me. It gave me the goosebumps because somebody touched me who I couldn't see. The only thing I guess that really scared me was at your mom's house when my name was called three times.
3: Right.
4: We talked about that last episode.
2: But, I, don't know, I mean, I wasn't scared where I went to sleep in the room because I continued sleeping in the room.
1: I
4: continued yeah.
2: living in that home. Yeah. So okay. I've never been scared what, to the point where What
1: about in your imagination? What What do you think it would take f- to scare you? Can you think of any situation?
2: Well, if my family's being threatened, if silverware comes flying out of my drawers and knives come flying out of my knife block, then fuck then, you, I'm out of here. <laughs> that might get your attention. Yeah, but, if, but a dog
1: running around the room doesn't? I mean, no. to me, that's pretty much
2: the same thing.
4: No. Well, no. dogs and kids.
1: You saw no. kids, too. But if something okay.
2: would be like my remote control would stand on the coffee table and it moved to.
1: Or if it just hung up in the room and
2: suspended oh, or there
4: something. there you go. go the shoes. Your shoes in Vegas. Oh. Tell that story. I'll be right back. Okay.
2: Me and my mother-in-law went to state line for a bingo tournament. And I had brought in two pairs of shoes with me. And my one shoes were making my back hurt. Right. So then I got my flip-flops out. Well, I had them in my bag. And I had all my stuff scattered on the bed because I was getting ready. We were going to the tournament. And I went to go get my shoes. I seen them on the bed. I turned around talking to my mother-in-law. I went to grab my shoes. My shoes weren't there. I'm like, what the fuck? I was just talking to her so I know we we're the only two in- people in the room. Couldn't find my shoes. They weren't under the bed because you know how they have the box, you know, where you can't put nothing under the bed. Right,
3: right. They weren't on
2: the floor. They weren't under the blankets. They weren't put back in my bag. They weren't in the bathroom. They weren't in the little closet cubby hole. Right. So I ended up putting my other shoes on. We had to go. Right. So we came back. I still don't have my shoes. So I'm teasing okay, whoever in the fuck's in the room, can I please have my shoes back? And I turn to grab something off the dress, turn around. My shoes were laying on top of one another sitting on the bed. <laughs> so I told the room I said, Thank you for giving my shoes back.
1: Ooh-wee. And that, no, 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 that 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 didn't scare you? <laughs> no. Oh. Then
2: they we come home. I, did you think they picked up your voice, David? Okay, alright. And then and when I came back home, David's shoes were missing. So I'm like, Really? Alright,
1: give David that's, his shoes back. That's not unusual though, because the baby's always taking right. his stuff and wandering right. off with it. Right. But this was free for walking. Yes. Oh, this was before the baby was walking Mm -hmm. and taking stuff. Okay. Yes. So you said give David's shoes back. Oh, I said, oh,
2: come on. Did you come home with me, you shoe nabber? Come on, give David (laughs) his shoes back. And David's shoes were laying one on top of each other on my bed.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: And we tore the bed apart.
1: Now, you're telling me this about this house that we're in right now. Uh Uh-huh. See, now that bothers me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. But to me my with shoes the are on the my shoes, feet. <laughs> and it happening twice.
1: Oh, that ha- that
2: was It wasn't uh, scary. Two years ago
1: roughly, a year and a half or so ago. It wasn't
2: scary to me. I just thought it was like a playful spirit or a little kid.
1: Yeah, 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 I suppose.
2: Now yeah. if I asked for my shoes and they got chucked on my forehead then yeah, I know fuck you, I'm out of here.
1: Yeah, I or if they dropped out of the ceiling yeah. or something like that, that uh, would be yeah
2: please
3: and
2: thank you. Yeah. said that you're not
3: welcome to Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, there's something to be said for that. Now we talked last time too about the Long Island Medium. Yes. Uh, because I we both watch her and and enjoy her and 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 that's one thing she does. She'll she'll cleanse, so to speak, a house. Mm-hmm. In fact, she uh she had to do that for her dad because
2: Her dad's so fucking funny. Um, I know, he's
1: hilarious. (laughs) They just uh, are remodeling a lot on her house, so they're making the builders are making a lot of noise in Mm -hmm. her place. So it's hard for her to do readings there. So her dad, who lives next door, her dad and mom lived next door to her, said, "Well, you can do your readings over at our place if you want to. Right? Just be sure you clear out all the spirits afterwards. You know." And so she did, and she saged the place, which she she goes around with a feather and smoking white sage sage and uh, wafts it into the air and and, uh, says something like, uh, you know, get out of here. And uh, she did that before and after and all of that. Well, then uh, in last week's show, the guy was talking about, her father was talking about, he didn't think she did a good job of getting rid of the spirits because uh-huh. they were following him to the firehouse where he's a volunteer firefighter. firefighter. And so she went down to find out what was going on down at the firehouse and then come to find out that spirit was coming through for one of the other firefighters. His parents uh were coming through wanting to let him know that they were proud of him and all that. And then... Uh, at the very end of the show, uh, she said, but I still think there's somebody else here. And her dad starts getting all uncomfortable mm-hmm. about yeah, it. Yeah, he's not. And she says, well, it's because it's Pop. Pop was his father. Mm-hmm. And as, as her grandfather, she called him Pop. So, uh, she said, I think it's Pop. Well, he's, she started getting goosebumps he started getting real uncomfortable because he's very it, you know as much as she does this and you know from watching yes. the show she does this everywhere she goes yes. the poor woman she can't go to the bakery without having to read somebody right. and uh, and he knows that about her and it's been that way for years and years and years but he's still very uncomfortable very with uncomfortable the whole thing. and so when she started saying it's it's your i think it's pop i think it's your dad and he he just wants you to know that he appreciates that you tried to help when he died, right. because apparently his dad I forget where it was that his father um, uh, collapsed, and uh, he was notified the her, um, uh, Teresa's father Teresa's father was notified that his father was had collapsed, and he came on the run <clears throat> from wherever he had been. And uh, because he was a firefighter, he tried to do CPR and so on. It was too late. The gentleman had already passed. But he, the his father wanted him to know that he knew he had come and tried to help and that he appreciated that he tried to help him and that he was there uh, when he departed this world and all of that sort of thing. And she said, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say anymore because I don't want to go there with you. And he, and he's going, I don't either. (laughs) You know, it was, I I thought it was kind of interesting because like I said, this is, this is her life. This is what she does. She can't go anywhere without this happening. Mm -mm. At least apparently not. Uh, that's what the whole show is about is everywhere she goes, this happens.
2: But I think she also has ability to,
1: she might be able to drown it out. I don't know. It out. I I I don't know because it can't. You know, when she's home and it's just the family, maybe you know things settle down somewhat. Uh, you know, it just seems that when she gets out around other people, right? Uh, you know, things start happening. And I so, wish the
2: tickets for her show wasn't so expensive. I know
1: they are expensive. It's like in excess of four hundred bucks to get a yeah. decent seat, and it's like oh, one- No, thank you. I. I'd love to see you, but no. I'll and meet you in can, the parking lot. They, they've got a thing now where they're doing a tweet thing, and you can you can tweet her on Twitter. Ha <laughs> ha! I ch- got ch- it ch- right. Ch- t- 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 you one. can tweet her, and uh, and then you get like you're in the running to be drawn to get a free reading, you know. But I'm she's in Long, Long Island. I got visions of her coming to Hesperia. Hello. Oh you know, That's not gonna happen. But anyway, she does actually come to the West Coast. Um. Yeah, cause she was just in San Diego. Yeah, and Long Beach and a few other West Coast cities. But, I don't know. Anyhow, I thought it was kind of interesting that, that she, this is stuff she deals with all the time. Now she goes to great lengths to protect herself from negativity, from, uh, anything other than, than good input, so to speak. Um. I don't know what all she does. You know, we see that she sages things, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, basically all that's we... That's
2: just a cleansing. Yeah,
1: yeah. But um, if I had... If I did what she does, <laughs> I don't know. I'd be kind of... <laughs> I'd be burning a lot of sage, too. <laughs> you know? I mean, shit.
5: And now, a word from our Sponsors.
1: My dad died, actually died in the room, and almost in the same spot, if you think about it, that I sleep in, because we sleep in the master bedroom of what was my parents' home, and he was sleeping uh, in a a twin bed. They had twin beds that they put together, Uh and he was sleeping in a twin bed that was in the same spot that my side of the bed is. Uh When he passed, uh, and I, I feel completely comfortable with it. And you know, it's funny because my brother, who has since passed, uh, said one time, he says, "How can you, how can you do that?" I couldn't, I couldn't even be in the house.
2: And I go, "It was Daddy, you know. Daddy's not going to hurt me, you know." I mean, Where my mom lives. The previous uh, tenant passed away in their yeah. home. And they didn't
1: well, there me. are people who who have phobias about right. being in a place, and and I suppose working in a hospital sort of takes that out of you, because let's face it, there's almost nowhere you can go in a hospital somebody hasn't right. died.
3: Right. You
1: know, I mean, every room in the hospitals had a death in it, practically. Yeah. Uh, and so you kind of get used to that fact. But right. even before, this was, Dad died before I had medical training, before I was a respiratory therapist and worked in a hospital. Uh, but I still was not uncomfortable. Neither right. was Ernie, neither right. one of us, because he was very close with my dad, too. Now, my mom, when she passed, she was, technically, she was at the hospital where you work when she passed. Uh huh. But, uh, when she f- had the first of the several strokes that took her out, she told, she was in the bathroom and collapsed, and she told dad when he got her up that she was dying. And he, he went to his grave regretting the fact that he never believed her, because she, you know, mom was sort of a drama queen, and you know, kind of. He sort of thought, yeah, sure you are. In fact, he said pretty much that, yeah, yeah, yeah sure you are. Uh, part of him may have believed it and didn't want to, so he was trying to minimalize yeah. things yeah. in order to get through the experience too. Uh, but he he regretted not having told her that, you know, he he believed her because he thought somehow that that was important. I, I don't know. But I've never, it's never bothered me that my parents both essentially died in that same house and, right. and basically in the same rooms that I sleep in all the time. And I've never felt nervous or uncomfortable or anything. I do think about it from time to time uh, when I'm in that room. I do think about it. But I think that's just them saying hello, and I don't, yeah. I don't think about it too much otherwise.
4: Well, I can follow you that way because... Um, you know, my great-grandmother raised me the majority of my, my life, uh, before she had a stroke. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: And when she had the stroke, she ended up living with us a couple times, and, and she was living with us when, you know, when she passed. And my, my great-grandmother, there's no one more pure, I guess, to me, Mm -hmm. um, you know, than her, Mm -hmm. and she was unconscious in the, in the room, so they, they, you know, they took her to the hospital while she did end up passing, Mm -hmm. and because my brother was living with us at the time, um, my brother got my old room, and I got the one that my grandmother stayed in, Mm -hmm. Uh, just because it had its private bathroom and all this, And, Mm -hmm. and I was older. So, you no, know, I was the oldest kid, so I got the, had that, Yeah, it's seniority. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'd say probably the first week that I moved in there, um, I had an old touch lamp.
3: hmm.
4: And um, it would just turn on in the middle of the night. And mm-hmm. at first I thought, well, there's a glitch.
3: Mm hmm.
4: You know, and and if I've said that, if I say it out loud, oh, it's a glitch, it turns right back on.
3: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And
4: then it. it, it became so much of a, a regular routine of it popping up, I was just like, eh, turn around, touch it, go back
3: to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And um, the final night, because I, I didn't want to kind of verbalize or say what I was thinking, mm-hmm. it turned on. I was like, oh. turned it off. I could get halfway turned over, go back to sleep, turn back mm-hmm. on, turn back. I did this, you know, a few times. And I was like, okay, grandma, I love you. I miss you. I yes. know you're here. Yes. Yeah. But I got school in the morning. I'm really tired. Yeah. It turned off. And that was yeah. the last time it ever turned back on.
1: That's cool. That's very cool. You you said something that made me want to ask you a question. Uh, how much power do you think verbalizing your fears gives them? A lot. Can you elaborate?
4: Um, I believe that you can speak things into existence. I think that and this is on a supernatural well, not even so supernatural, you know it, it's um it's it's literally almost the power of mind. and and if you say, you know i'm I'm afraid of this verbally, out mm-hmm. loud, you're literally consenting. You're giving the power that you have away. Verbally. Well, you're
1: giving you're giving its form and substance. yes, in essence, you're acknowledging that it exists right. By speaking it out loud, speaking about it out loud. Right. If, if you were, if you knew it, would you speak its name?
4: No. No, no,
3: no. no. Same reason? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think that's why praying gives us the opposite, um, or I call it praying. Um, Surrounding yourself with the whatever you want to call it, the white light, uh, calling you know what did you say the blood of Jesus?
4: Um, yeah, the blood of Jesus Christ.
1: What what is that called?
4: It's it's no uh,
1: you you said something. It's not calling the blood of Jesus. What I is, plead, plead the blood of Jesus. Okay, uh, because Jesus died for our sins and right. bled for our souls and right right that is a protective. Uh, verbal response to our fears. Right. I think I think that if if we acknowledge that we are afraid to speak a demon's name because we're sure it would empower it in some way that we'd lose control of it, then I think that we have to sort of do go to the other side where we say. Uh, the things that that give us the strength to overcome in a good way right am i saying that well absolutely okay okay because that's what i kind of want get and, across. And that's, that's something you're not we're not defenseless in other words right. is what i'm kind of saying
4: i'm <clears throat> oh, sorry i'm getting adjusted i'm, I'm so am I. I'm I'm <laughs> la- well i'm cuddling up against my
1: i'm sorry when you're
2: pushing against my oh. hip
4: Oh, I'm oh. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Cuddle
1: me gently. <laughs>
4: yeah. um,
2: me, on the other hand, I have no.
1: You don't have anything that makes you I feel. I don't have safe? a religious
2: background. Yeah. I did go to Sunday school probably about four Sundays when yeah. I was little.
1: Yeah. So, what do you do if you. Well, you said that you don't really feel threatened. Mm-mm. If you did, what do you think you would do? I don't know. See, for me. I because I, I have that. Up-
2: leave me the fuck alone.
1: Because I have that upbringing that that gives me that sort of security blanket, if you will, mm-hmm. of spirituality. I don't know what else to call it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to face something that's going to scare the crap out of me. But I I hope that if I did, I would be able to contend with it because I have the knowledge. That I have that at my, if you will, back on call. Right. Because I guys
2: were talking about if you knew the de- demon's name. For me, I think it'd be better to know it because then you're on a personal level with it, and then you can tell it to leave you alone. Well, there's Direct well, your... it's it's
1: not it's it's not it's not. There's a difference between knowing its name and speaking, and speaking it. Okay. If you know a demon's name, just inherently know it. That's one thing. But if you speak it out loud, you empower it.
4: Right. In fact, um, what's that one show, Ghost Adventures? Ghost Adventures or Ghost Adventures with the young kid? Um, they went to this trailer.
2: Paranormal State?
4: Yes, yes, yes. And they they were talking, and the guy kept saying the demon's name. Mm. And when the guy would say the demon's name, they'd literally go, beep you know, like if you're mm, swearing mm. it was literally beeping the names out. Really? Yes.
1: Yeah, I'm glad because that isn't something you want. Because somebody who doesn't okay. <clears throat> have you ever played with a Ouija board?
3: No. Okay. Yes.
1: I have too. I have too, okay. But um I I did it uh, you know what they say about God watches out for fools and drunks mm-hmm. and young people playing with Ouija boards, you <laughs> have to add. Uh, because I didn't bless myself, I didn't prepare myself properly or anything else. I just oh that'll be fun. Let's see what this does, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't touch one now because uh I think it's a doorway. It can be. It can be a doorway. It well, anything not necessarily can be a doorway. for evil. Not well, no, not no 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 no. That that mother in law's tongue plant is not a doorway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um but if it can be, it can be a tool for evil. I'll put it that way. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be, because like I said, I've used it safely without any, any problems. Uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do one, I wouldn't use a, a Ouija board now no. with, without making damn sure I was saged and blessed and surrounded in all kinds of <laughs> fucking white I light. Know. I mean, I wouldn't, because Um, I know more now than I did.
4: Well, if I can jump in, there's two rules. There's two rules of my house. There, rule number one is no drugs in my house. Mm -hmm. Rule number two, no Ouija boards in my house.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I get that. I get that. I get that.
4: And I do we? Oh yeah, we got unlimited time. Do you mind if I, since we have a Ouija board conversation, can I tell a Ouija board story? Yeah. Okay. I go okay. I go, here you go. Okay, so in order to tell this story properly, right. I have to kind of give the background of, of okay.
3: what this is about. Okay.
4: And my my uncle. Do we need to
1: surround ourselves here first before
3: we start doing all this? No, shit? no. Okay.
4: Um, it's just stories. Oh, okay. Um, my uncle has, let's see, three kids, three sons. And this
1: is your dad's brother, your no, mother's brother.
4: No, this is my grandmother's brother.
1: Okay, your great uncle. Yes, yes. Okay.
4: Um, and they well, because my my great uncle, he's a preacher. Well, he was he was a preacher, but he never got um, accepted into the church because he denied the Pentecost. Okay. But he, he believed. He was a lay preacher. Yeah. Okay. You know, but he, yeah, exactly. Okay. And him growing up, or the, the three kids, actually there's four of them now that I'm thinking about it, um, growing up in that as the, and using your term, the PK. Right. You know, they, they all rebelled. Every one of them rebelled in some way. PKs have,
1: we, we do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But all uh, kids do. All kids rebel in one way or another against their upbringing. Right. With PKs, it's just more noticeable because we're on pedestals to start with.
4: Well, they lived in this house. It was a creepy-ass house to begin with. It was, like, old. um, I think it was built in, like,
3: 1890.
4: Okay. Huge house. Huge. They were on huge property, too. And um, it was just a creepy, creepy place. And... The let's see, I'm trying to think if that's if he is the oldest our Virgil, who is actually really close to me, or he was him and um, I think his brothers and cousins they were all playing with the Ouija board and. <clears throat> They're sitting there, and they're they're being stupid, you know, like, oh, am I going to get laid tonight? And it'll go, to, no. Right. And they're like, oh. In, in your dreams. And they'll be like, ah, oh, fuck you. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it would go, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> and um my cousin Virgil, he's like, so are you a demon or an angel? And it went, uh, you know, angel. And he's like, oh, what kind of angel? And it goes, light, L-I-G-H-T. Uh-huh. The angel of light.
3: Uh-huh.
4: And... um Again, because they were all raised by a pastor, they mm-hmm. instant they know you know the angel of light is Satan, mm. and he's like, "Oh bullshit! You're 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 saying you're Satan? You're no Satan? You're you know?" And, and then they start you know, "Fuck you! I'm gonna get you tonight." I'm showing the arms again. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, they got done. Obviously, they forgot to close the door after they got done, and. Virgil woke up speaking in different languages,
1: or speaking in tongues. No, no,
4: just no in different languages. Different languages. Oh, he was, he was like, he woke up to his voice talking. His mouth was talking. But it
3: wasn't his voice coming out. No. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And um, <laughs> he thought um, to himself,
4: he goes, "This is weird. It's like a movie." Thinking to himself, yeah. And then his mouth replied, "This isn't no fucking movie, boy." Whoa, shit! Then he felt something.
2: Miss Sadie's gonna wait until hubby gets off work to come and pick her up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I tell you what, honey, that's why we say I surround myself with the white light of the Holy Spirit.
4: But buddy gets better.
1: It's a different white light, anyway.
4: So he said he felt like a pressure as in. After that, you know, said that it was no fucking movie. He felt mm-hmm. pressure moving up, you know, up his throat. And literally, he felt something come out of his mouth. And...
1: now, This is... any. I'm sorry to no, interrupt. No, no, no. But this, is this the young man that you were telling me is...
5: No, 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 no. Oh, okay. That's okay. his brother. Okay, all right. That's his brother. Okay,
1: I don't mean to interrupt, but I just wanted to keep the straight in my head.
4: Um, And after he felt it, he felt like a... Ah then instantly he felt two huge hands grab around his throat. And he could not breathe. He And, and <clears throat> Virgil is one of the most rebellious people. He, in fact, is probably going to die soon because of his rebellion. Because he's rebelled against everything that he's been taught. Now his kidneys are, are failing. Mm. Um, his liver's failed. He needs a kidney, uh, liver, uh, uh, and heart transplant.
2: But he's also... Been in the drug scene. He's
1: also an alcoholic. Well, that's the form his rebellion has taken. I think is what David is saying. Oh, is yes. So I was that, thinking, you know, because he's rebelling against his religion. That oh no, 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 out. no, his his no! Uh, I didn't get that he out of. Paused. No. I didn't get that out of what he was saying.
4: But uh, that's what I'm just saying it, is that's what kind of natured person he was. He was just rebellious. Right. Right. And um, he was pushed to that point where he had to to, to plead himself pushed to that point of past rebellion like this is what I have to do yeah and um,
1: now this is with the hands around his throat
4: with yes and he was able to I, from what he told me he was able to get most of it out
1: the pleading the blood right. of Jesus okay
4: and then he just laid there let me see the arms again sheets went <clears throat> flew back oh shit the next thing he knew his body was hitting the floor
3: Oh, shit, no.
4: That was... uh,
1: Now, what came out of... You said it felt like something had come out of his mouth. Did he find out what that was?
3: Whatever it was came around his throat. Yeah.
4: Grabbed
1: him around his throat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I gotcha.
4: So, that was the first thing. Second thing was... um, I'm trying to remember. I have so many cousins. It's not even funny. Anyway... They they were going on vacation and they brought the dog over there to this house to where Virgil and Jeff and, and Randy all live. Those, those are the cousins. And they said, "Well, here, you know, watch my dog." Excuse me, and we'll we'll be back. You know, they to said who, on,
1: They said that to whom?
4: Okay, let me back up. My cousins, which is their cousins, and I don't want to mention their names. That's oh, why, that's okay. Brought. They were going on like a a. Vegas vacation or Mm -hmm, something like that. mm -hmm. They dropped their family dog off with uh, Virgil, Jeff, and Randy, the other set of cousins, to watch the dog while they go to Vegas.
1: Okay, all right.
4: They weren't on the road more than thirty minutes, and um, no, it hadn't been more than thirty minutes because I think when they got to like Baker or something, they called to check on the dog, and they're like, "Well." Which I don't is know about how to, an hour's drive right. away. Yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but it just dropped dead. The dog? The dog just dropped dead. And Now,
1: is this in the same spooky house you were talking about? Yes, yes. That's around here somewhere?
4: No, it's down the hill.
1: Oh, well, then they were two-hour drive. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. Um.
4: And so they turned around to come back, and, and they're like, well, what are you going to do with the dog? And, and they're like, well, well, it's our dog. We had it for years. We're just going to bury it. Mm-hmm. So they they you know wrap it up and, and put it in the back and they, they go to take off to bury this dog. Mm-hmm. As soon as they pulled out of the driveway, the dog jumped up.
1: They buried the dog. No, the, dead, dog.
4: the dead yes, the dead dog reawoke. Oh, I thought they broke. I thought you said they
1: buried it. I'm sorry. No, they were. Ta- I got lost.
4: Okay, they put the dead dog in the back of their car.
1: To go and bury it. Okay, 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 gotcha. And as
4: soon as they were out of the driveway, onto the street...
1: The dog jumped up. The the dog, yes,
4: the dog jumped up. And the dog lived for, I don't know how many, more years afterwards.
1: Maybe Doggy wasn't dead after all.
4: I mean, you could play devil's advocate with that one, but yes, that's... I
1: mean, I don't know. Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs)
4: I'm trying to remember more. Because um you know, like I said, you and know And the
1: dog was fine after that. No
4: No. No, no and, and, hangover. You know, I think it lived for like another things. Eight to or yeah. About eight or nine years I think it lived after that. You no, know, because it was fairly young, it was a puppy. Well, not a puppy puppy, Well, I consider Cody a puppy still. Yeah, yeah he's, he's old only five.
1: four or five years old, yeah.
4: So yeah. I'm gonna let Lacey take over because Well you were I gonna gotta...
1: tell about you were gonna tell about the Ouija boards, but you had to tell the story about the cousins and the house first as background for the Ouija board.
4: Ah, the Ouija board. Okay. So Virgil who's the one that had an experience with the Ouija board. Right. You think at that point you were like, ah I think I'm gonna pass them. Yeah, the
1: I would board. think a Ouija board get packed up and sent to the Goodwill or right. something.
4: Um, well, no, because they they were all drug addicts and my mother's brother, my uncle, uncle, mm. uh, was there and some other cousins. Like I said, we have tons shitload of cousins. Right. And they were all there at,
3: uh.
1: Okay. Just to let you know what happened, folks, we've got a little bit of a break in the program here because just in the middle of, uh, David starting to tell, uh, more of his ghost story, uh. Our mics, our mics quit. We believe it was an electronical interruption, electronic interruption. And that's not a joke. They really did quit. And so he had to like stop and download that program and, or that recording and and start up a new one. He's going to have to knit them together or whatever the hell he does. you know that, you
2: know, watching the ghost shows that they feed off electronics.
1: Well, I yes. heard that... They
5: drain batteries. They, yeah. Okay,
1: well, now you ought just creeped me out. They, they'd have a high ho time in my desk drawer. It's full of batteries. <laughs> shit. I mean, we just went to Costco and bought a shitload of batteries the other day. Are they in there going, hee-hee-hee, and sucking away on them, or what? No, you
3: shit, shit going
1: on in your house have less energy now? No, I don't have weird shit going on in my house. <laughs> my house is quite normal. Thank you. Anyway, if I had weird shit going on in my house, it wouldn't be my house.
2: <laughs> yes, you would take control of it.
1: Yeah, I would. I'm a control freak. I admit it. <laughs> I admit it. Anyway, go ahead now, David. You were telling us about your cousin.
4: Um, Let's see. Look, you know what? Let me do another story. Let, All right. Let me tell another okay. story. Okay. Because- Maybe that was a hint not to tell that story. Well,
1: maybe, maybe.
3: Go ahead.
4: Um, currently, I like I was saying, I don't know if that piece made it into the the first half of the recording. I have a shit ton of cousins, second cousins mainly, and um, the one that I was telling you about, he he's actually a devil worshiper, not a Satanist. Because mm-hmm. I actually know plenty of Satanists. And those those are two different cats altogether.
1: In in a nutshell, twenty five words or less, explain to some of our listeners who might not know.
4: Okay, what's the difference? Satanists don't believe in God. Okay. They don't believe in Satan. They believe that you're the 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 you control your own destiny.
3: Oh, okay.
4: Devil worshippers, just that they worship the devil. Two different type of people. Altogether. And they
1: also believe in God.
4: Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, because. Well, devil, if they don't
1: believe in the devil, why do they call him Satanists?
4: I don't have enough background to tell you Okay. I'm why. just
1: curious, you yeah. know.
4: But, yeah. Um, I I
1: thought those were atheists who don't believe in God or the devil. Well,
4: because they believe in the afterlife, but they just don't believe in Jesus or the devil or oh, heaven and hell. Okay. And all okay.
3: Stuff. All right.
4: Um. So, anyway, uh, I have a, a cousin who is uh, a, a devil worshiper, and he's active. And, you know, interesting enough, out of everybody that I know, he's the one that has the most paranormal activity with. Um, Again, I'll use my my cousin Virgil, who is his brother, his older brother. Mm -hmm. Um, He went up there just last year. They thought it would be fun to move into a house where there was a massacre. And so... (laughs) No, I'm I'm dead serious. So Why did they
1: think that would be fun?
4: Because they're that's they're them. that's them. Yeah, they're very deranged people. You
3: know,
4: mm. um, anything good and holy, they're against completely.
3: Um,
1: I, I, I must interject at this yes, point. Yes, go ahead. This is not typical PK behavior. Okay, <laughs> we do rebel, but not to that extreme as a rule. I mean, we're talking about PKs saying. Fuck you! I will too have a beer, mom. Versus, right. I want to move into a house where there was a massacre because yes. slurp, slurp. I think it would be fun.
4: And I, I don't know how many people were murdered in this house. I, I from what I remember, I think what was it like five?
2: I don't know the story behind it.
4: Excuse me. And um, well, it's it's haunted as fuck. You know, it's pretty much by but,
1: the murderies, as it were. Yes. Uh huh.
4: Uh, my cousin Virgil went up there to visit, and shit started moving around in his in the room that he was in. Uh, you know, pictures that were on the, the dresser would literally just go, Psh, you know, shoot off in each direction, to the point where the next morning, um, his sister-in-law found him balled up in a corner in, of the room. Well, he wanted to go home. He wanted to go back, and they're like, "Well, we we can't take you back. We don't have the money to give you a bus ticket back to you know here in Southern California mm-hmm. because they live up in Washington." Yes. So he, I would have walked, but anyway, he was he was forced into to that, and at that point that night, um, that's when the apparitions, plural, apparitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, started to appear,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and they were very demonic looking, scared the shit out of him. Um, this is Virgil, Virgil. This is Virgil. To okay. the point where he he openly admitted that he pissed himself. Mm-hmm. It was that scary, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that as a, a humor point. I'm just saying that was. No, no. This man was a Airborne Ranger, 82nd Airborne Ranger, United States Army.
1: Okay. Okay. So I didn't get scared easily. Yes.
4: No. Um. And, yeah, he pissed himself. It was that horrific form. And he literally ran into the room. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm, <laughs> now, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see this. You know, I, Just my active imagination kicking in. So I'm getting goosebumps. But he ran into his brother and his sister-in-law's room. And they were just laying there. And he's like, guys, something's going on. And it's like the old Belagosi you know, Dracula where they just kind of, they're laying down flat mm-hmm. and then just set right up.
1: So. <laughs> Bent from the waist. Yes. Yeah.
4: And um, they just, they set up and I guess what he was telling me is their heads, you know, just, they were straight ahead looking at the wall and then they snapped to his direction. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess he slept outside for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Like I said,
3: I
1: would have walked. Now, now, the, the, the guy's in the bed that was his brother, the one who's the devil wor- demon worshiper, right Now did they discuss this later another day, another time and uh, did he talk about it with them? Oh,
4: absolutely and that what did boy, they say? um
1: I mean, did they remember I don't think there
4: was any no they don't they, remember. they don't they said that he never ran into the room and you know that he was pretty much imagining
3: all this.
1: Uh, uh, uh. It's interesting that the demon worshiper didn't see all this stuff, but Virgil, poor schlub, who's not a demon worshiper, did. What's that about? I wonder.
4: Don't you wonder? I don't know. I don't know if it's because, and and Virgil is someone very, like I said, you know, the Sergeant Iron character that I created, the comic book character Sergeant Iron. That is actually portrayed after Virgil, Um, so he's somebody you know very who's influenced my life. He 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 was always good to me as a child, and I know that he though he rebelled, he had a very stern belief in his you know his religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think that when he walked in there and he was yes
2: where. Are you using people's names? Yeah. Or Jeff. That's his lifestyle. That's his that's, life. He's
1: their bud. He's their buddy. Was
2: Virgil was seeing? Uh, Almost like the book was open for Virgil, where the door was closed. Yeah, for Jeff, because yeah. Jeff already knows, messes with it. It was like the page opening up for Virgil to see things that he's not supposed to see, in yeah. Jeff's home. Yeah, that makes sense.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. He did mm-hmm. that very well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so Virgil left, and Jeff stayed. They're
4: still there to this day. They're
1: still there.
4: Yeah. He's
2: like someone by Seattle, Washington, that area.
1: Now, does, does he, Jeff, like, the I mean, they, what, do they hang out and, and commune or whatever with the, the, the these evil uh, entities or
4: there, spirits or whatever recently, one would call recently them? Recently, there was a, a rock. Uh, a, a rock and roll rock star, you know, from the '80s, a heavy metalist, who passed away, and um, on his on his Facebook, um, and you can go there, and it, it said something in the terms of, you know, um, sp- save a spot in hell for me, you know. That's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just him.
1: just where he is. Well, um, yeah, I, I I guess I I get it. I, you know, as much as one can wrap their mind
4: around. Yeah, it's
1: like
2: you have your God, right? And that's kind of like his God, right? You know, right? So you say your prayer, I I get that, to your God or to whoever you pray to, and that's who he
1: and he does his deeds to. So he likes to hang out with, and I guess his wife too, huh? She, too, is that way.
2: His wife's more like um. Up off her
4: head, she does whatever anybody says. Well, um, I, I can tell you another story, but I'm not going to say it It has oh, nothing yeah. to do with okay. supernatural; It's just right. a bad story. But okay. I will. I won't put it on. Oh, well,
1: I'm not sure I want to hear it if it's a really bad story, because you know <clears throat> eh, who needs it. But um, I don't know that it, it's kind of. Hmm, I don't. I quite. I don't quite know how to relate. You can't, you,
3: know. you can't relate yeah, I, to that. I, I
1: don't, no. th- I don't think I can. And, and it, now, does he, does he do bad things? Does he, he
2: I mean, he that he you know he of? He doesn't intentionally come out and hurt people. He doesn't, like. Besides that one. St-
3: That's. St- <laughs> Other than that yeah. one. But other
1: than that, he
2: doesn't... He, I mean, he doesn't
1: stick there's that one bamboos, story. Na- things up people's nails and no, sit no, there no, and no. giggle Is or it? anything. That's
4: the, She's talking about the story that I'll tell you the, after the recording. But after
1: gonna tell that, on he yeah. doesn't
2: intentionally go out to harm. harm anybody. Now,
1: with all the ghost story shows that there are, and there are several. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Lacey loves to watch those. <laughs> yes. I, myself, actually find them uh less than believable in most
2: cases some of them i but, say oh that's a bunch of bullshit
1: but of the ones that that one, that might be considered uh more valid let's say than some of the others okay ha- why would he not be interested in them coming to his home and see you know because that's what they do right they go mm-hmm. they want to they want to find these entities they want to record their presence they want to acknowledge their presence actually give them power by acknowledgement in a way why would he who supports them
3: uh, i actually
4: have an answer for you
1: okay good because i can't quite ask the question because
4: the whole reason behind this is he wants to protect them jeff uh and the reason why they don't cause harm or anything towards him is because he's allowing the, the the spirits, the demons, whatever you want to call them, to be in his house. Safely. If they're in his house, mm. they're not in hell. So, you go and you do something like that. You get a lot of media coverage. Mm-hmm you know, you're probably going to have people out there, you know, trying mm-hmm. to bless the house, mm-hmm. and then that, that would... Then they won't be
1: protected anymore. Right. Okay, I see it. I get it. I get it.
4: All right, well, let me jump in real fast and say, I've really got to go pee. So everybody <laughs> has... So everybody have a happy Halloween, <laughs> and I'll let you guys take over the show.
3: Yeah, uh, I so, think
1: we're I a wrap. So trick or treat to you... Well, thank you for joining us and telling yes. us all these really icky things that I'm not really and the TMI. Yeah, I'm not real sure I needed to know some of them. Oh, not the TMI. I can hang with that. I, you know, we all have to pee. Peeing's normal, but um, yeah, there's you know. So, are you still going to
2: come over to my house tomorrow? Well, of
1: course, of <laughs> course. I don't, I don't feel, um, I don't feel threatened, even you know, by by your interest in those things. Uh, it's something be, that I enjoy. I'm not shoving it down you, your no, throat. No, exactly. Like, and it's no. something you're interested in. And and if somebody has to find out about it, I'd much rather it was you than me. Yeah. <laughs> you no. know, I don't want to find out about it because um, I don't have room in my life for it. You know. Uh, I just find stuff
2: intriguing. I like to watch, like I've said before, the cases on the murders. Right.
1: Yeah.
3: I
2: watch the 48-hour shows. I watch the... I killed my best friend I watch a lot
1: of the 48 hours shows. Um, I watch a lot of the women the, the who kill I others watch women behind bars. Yeah, I do too. I watch a lot of those because I like you. I find them uh in, an interesting study in humanity. If because you will. I'm that
2: type of person. I see somebody with an owie, and it's like, "Ooh, I could not hurt another human being."
1: Yeah, I I you know, like well, I and, could slap somebody really hard. Well, yeah, that. But I mean, <laughs> But I no, have to take too. a knife and stab somebody? I've or, cut myself
2: yeah. and fuck, that hurts. Yes, I cannot imagine taking yeah. a knife and cutting you with it, right? And or, enduring you pain. Or sh- shooting. And I have an attitude. I have choking. a temper problem, but I don't. I could not. I couldn't see. Well, hurting. having
1: a temper problem and and cussing somebody out or yelling at him or something no, like that. No, David one can testify
2: thing. that I have a temper and it's been under control.
1: Well, that's good. I that, picked up coffee good.
2: tables and chucked them across the room. I have that's, a temper.
1: That's, that is... Uh, David's outside nodding you have his head, yes. Le- you've reached, obviously, a level of maturity that yes. has instilled in you the intelligent response that it's not intelligent to pick it's up the table and throw it across the room. It accomplishes to, nothing.
2: It's better. No, you break your fucking table.
1: Yes, you and do you put a hole in the wall. And, <laughs> and if you're financially strapped, you can't go out and buy another one. No. So yeah, that that's good that you've come to that level of maturity. Uh I think I think you know what I think. A lot of that has to do with the way you were brought up too. You were you were brought up in a dysfunctional family. Oh, yes, and. In dysfunctional families, frequently, modes of behavior do not necessarily, uh, let me, let me back up a, a word. Appropriate modes of behavior do not necessarily get taught to the children of that family. So it's possible that you were never taught to control your, your temper outbursts. Mom taught me. I, I was taught not to have outbursts of temper. Right. The way I was taught not to have outbursts of temper was to be punished or disciplined when I had outbursts of temper. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I got in
2: trouble for slamming my door, and I had to open and close my door like 20 or 30 times yeah. quietly. Obviously,
1: it didn't have any effect on you. No. Oh. The, the, the point the point I'm making is that that you yourself have developed your character to a point where you now see... That picking up a table and throwing it across the room is it accomplishes nothing. No. And so you've you've
2: grown a lot. Yes. And
1: and you should feel good and about yourself. And mind you people, this
2: was before I this is before I had children, so nobody was yeah. hurt and yeah. this and this. That.
1: But you should feel good about yourself for having attained that level of maturity because you kinda had to do that on your own.
2: Yes, nobody else could yeah, do it for me besides you. me.
1: Nobody taught you the importance of self control. And as we see, you and I talk about this often in our just conversations on the way to the gym and whatnot. We see frequently demonstrations of people's lack of control.
2: And people not breaking the pattern of from their home to. Now them having their own children and their right. own families. Right. Yeah, we hear that. We hear, that. We hear that a lot.
1: Well, we were raised that way, so that's how we raise our children. Right. Which no. only goes so far. Yes. In my opinion, and yes. yours too. Yes. So, um, yeah. So I don't know what that fuck that has to do with ghosts or anything else. Know. Nothing really. But um anyhow, I think we've pretty well worn out our ghost story thing. Yes. We, like I said we're happy David came and shared stories. I like it when the happy comes on. with us. If we had oogie Boogie music, we would play it at this point. Um we would like to invite you to comment, let us know what you think about our show, think about this show in particular or yes. any show. Uh you can do that. We're back
2: up and running for emails. Yes, we, oh, well
1: we technically we've always been up and running for emails. It's just that nobody's been getting the message through Stitcher, okay. about the email ability, I guess. Okay. I, I think that's what the problem is. Um, and so we want to encourage you to go online if you ha- if you can. Go to the website, jazelman.com. And I want to do a roll
2: call and see you, everybody made a comment to where you're at, where you're listening from. I think that would be fun. Well,
1: it, they, you, they, do, they tell us where they're from when they send their emails, and, and it is fun, I think. Yeah, it's, I'd it's like to know what and, the
2: variety of listeners from...
1: It's great really fun to find out there and- from all over the world. Yeah. So go to jasonmod.com forward slash jasonmodcast and pick up the, the, uh, s- the show that you're interested in. Click on the show you're interested in, whether it's what we think or don't get us started or any of the others. We have several on there now. Um, we have seven as a matter of fact. Uh, any of those, if you go to their comment section, clip click on comments, it takes you directly to the email page, and then all you have to do is state what show you're commenting on, and if you know it, the episode number, and I'm not sure I can even remember what episode number this is, I'm sorry, it's just, 12, uh, I'm being told it's number 12, um, darn it, it should have been 13, yeah, lucky 13 for Halloween, technically it yeah. is. Technically, I'm being told, David says, it is the 13th show. Well, I think a oh, that's right. We did have a special show on what we think, which was called Intervention. And if you haven't heard it yet, you really ought to listen to it. It's pretty good, I think. I think I to oh, okay. To, oh, to, you mean... Don't get us started. started. Don't, don't get us yeah. started. Yeah. So, okay. is this our 13th? So... No, because was, I put it as... So it's a, so that show, Intervention, was considered a special. Therefore, it does not have a number. Okay. So technically, this is
2: the 13 13th
1: show for Don't Get Us Started. Do, 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 do. Do I have to pay money for that?
2: Cha, cha, cha. cha now cha, you cha, don't. Now no, you don't.
1: That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyhow, uh, click on comment, go to the, to the email page, Tell us what show you're interested in talking about. Tell us who you are, where you're from. Tell us what you think. We and love if you to don't want it.
2: it to be read on air, just say so, yeah, and, and then we, then we won't. won't.
1: Or if you don't want your name read on air, you don't want your hometown, whatever.
2: Just say it. We won't. And we'll we, respect you. We
1: but we'd love to hear from you, what you think about our show, Uh what you think about <laughs> ghost stories, what you think. What? Tell us some of your ghost stories, Yeah. if you can do that. Uh, in, you know, a thousand words or less. I don't think there's any limit on the content, uh, of the emails. Is there, ver- uh, uh, I don't know either. Well, when you start
2: typing and you can't you'll type find- no more, you're yeah, done. You'll find
1: out. <laughs> you'll find out. Uh, so anyhow, um, uh, that's it for tonight. I am S. Sadie Burbank.
2: And I am Lacey Montoya.
1: And we thank you for listening to Don't,
2: don't get, get Us started. started. Happy Halloween and Ooh. safe trick-or-treating.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And don't scare the kids too bad.
1: And and give out nice treats. Yeah.
2: Happy Halloween. Bye-bye.
3: Get get it started. started!